Hello, everybody, and welcome back to WCAT The Den. I'm Ethan. I'm Matthew. And what are we doing today? Talking about sports. And this is our 11th episode. And in this episode, we're going a ton of new things. Stay, stay tuned for that. We're actually going to be adding, adding in a new segment and then continuing our uh, AP poll stuff. But to start us off, we got to talk about the big stats that we have from Pazer about the big Z, Zion Williamson. Zion this year has been – I actually think he's been one of the biggest surprises in the NBA all year long, and everybody's like, really? He's been the most hyped-up guy I think I've ever seen since LeBron James. And you're right, but how many people actually care about his statistics right now? Ethan's shaking his head. No. Only ESPN. Only – there you go. Good point. But if you really look deeper into what Zion has been able to accomplish – in the 16 games he's played this season, 14 of the 16 games he's played in, he's scored 20 points. And for a rookie of his age who started off with a minutes restriction in his first like four or five games, that's extremely impressive. And the way he's been able to dominate inside the paint against some of the better players in our league is truly scary for anybody going up against him. Zion is averaging 24 points per game, six rebounds, uh, seven rebounds, excuse me, two assists. He's shooting 42% from three, damn it. 42% from three. That's a big man. That's a big man who we clearly do not um, talk about as a three-point shooter. No. And is shooting around 60% from the field, which is among the top players in all of the NBA. Well, you knew, you knew he had a three-point shot because if you don't know, Zion Williamson growing up, he was bit, like he was not as big as he was. His father, like Maybe his more. dad, yeah, he was uh, he was brought up as a point guard. He played point guard, and then magically in middle school, he just had a humongous growth spurt. Became like six five, like two hundred pounds, like just just like a midst of like a summer or two, and he just became bigger and bigger. And he's just been getting even bigger. So there's really no one else that's been able to stop him. You saw in the collegiate level, you saw in, in every single highlight ever of his high school tape too that he was already like as that young. He had such great talent and even as a point guard but seeing him actually able to be, play now at this high level and still be able to have success is kind of eye-opening I, I, I'm, I am a doubter of Zion I really thought he was going to be a bust and I don't know I, I think we've said it too like we thought he was going to be a run our test but so far that he's been showing us he's been playing very very well and I mean I have uh, ESPN's NBA best 25 under 25 he's already ranked number two I'm assuming Luca's the only one in yeah, front of him. Luca's yeah. the only one in front of him. He, he's already in his first year. He's already get ranked as the number two best player, like a ge- generational player as a superstar, and that's just unbelievable. I mean, he, he's he's beginning to live up to the hype after missing a f- his first few games. But you're 17, right? Yes, I am 17. Okay. You're old. Uh, oh. Zion is 19 years old, two years older than Ethan. And he's doing what? this in the NBA. Process that. Just that—that that is where it, it's crazy for me. Is the fact that he's not even—he's in his teens, and he's kicking the absolute um, butt out of players such as Javale McGee. He's bullied Giannis and LeBron in the paint. He's bullied pl- elite centers. I'm not calling Dwight Howard an elite center. He used to be though. Dwight Howard. This is all Lakers players. He's really played well against the Lakers. <laughs> I don't know if you can count P.J. Tucker, but when he played the Rockets, that was that was entertaining to watch. Andre Drummond. I mean, the players that he's dom- that he's playing well against, and that they're he's, the best in the world. 
best in the world. He's playing against the best in the world, and he is delivering on everything that he that people could have hoped for. Especially as a, as a Pelicans fan, I'm not a Pelicans fan, but if you are a Pelicans fan, I mean, you got to be feeling good about the way he's developed. Mm-hmm. And th- even though they're not the best team right now, oh yeah, no, they are. Not. They have been ju- just the, like the amount of hype that's in that New Orleans locker room every single day. Yes, they're young, but they're going to develop. And if they keep their their entire team, they're the youngest team in the NBA. I'm almost certain, right? Oh yeah, for sure. By far too, because they have all, all of them are have, like. Their starting lineup has been picked. I'm pretty sure three or four of the players have been picked in the draft the last three years. Brandon Ingram, 2016. Yeah. Uh, Zion, 2019. <laughs> uh, Derek, okay, no, Derek Favors is old. Lonzo. Lonzo, 2017. Drew Holiday is old, too. Mm-hmm. But I, I said three. Three out of the five of their starting lineup. But they're a young team, and they're only going to get better. And that's why it's going to be fun to look forward to. And if you look at Derek Favors and Drew Holiday, they're over 25. There's nobody else on that team who is, except for J.J. Redick. J.J. Redick's old. Yes. Three players on that team over 25. That's it. So when this team really starts to develop really with that young core, really starts to be able to play full games at full strength, when Zion, with Zion, Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball in their prime, uh, bye, um, there's no team in the league, I think, right now. The, the way that the Pelicans are built for the future, I think the Pelicans right now have the best future in front of them out of any team in the NBA. Even though they lost to teams like the Lakers and all the other teams, they lost to the Lakers on, I believe it was... Sunday? Yeah, they lost to the Lakers at home by eight on Sunday, even though Zion had a great game there. And then they just lost to the Timberwolves. I mean, crazy that they even lost to them, but lost to them by five, but... We don't give the Timberwolves enough credit, though. Yes. So we'll, we'll, we'll leave it at that, but the mm-hmm. Timberwolves are actually pretty good, and when they get cat back... Yes, but I, I all I gotta say is, like I cannot imagine. Or I, ne- I never thought I'd be doing this talking about Zion because I already talked too much smack about ESPN. But look at <laughs> look look at us. Who would have thought? Who would have? Well, I I could have thought. <laughs> I don't think Ethan ever thought. But I didn't really think he was gonna be as good. I don't think anybody anticipated he would be this good this early. This is really a Utter- superstar in front of our eyes. It's just downright domination. For Zion, and it doesn't look like it's gonna be stopping anytime soon. That's why I can't wait to watch him. I did not think his game would translate at all to to the big to the big stage. It has, and it has in a beautiful way, especially considering he's on my fantasy team. Oh my gosh! Of course. Yeah. Well, it wasn't good at the first part of the season, <laughs> but the big concern, and it still is for me, how long will he stay healthy? It's not a matter of if; it's a matter of when he gets hurt again because of the way he plays. And it's the, it's the same issue with him. It's the same issue with Blake Griffin. It's the same issue that Greg Oden really killed his career. Um, Lamar Odom's a whole different story. But those three all had their – well, not, not Zion yet. Griffin and Oden, their careers just literally fell apart in front of them due to knee injuries. Who's to say that Zion only is a five-year spectacle before that happens to him too? I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be either. No. I think that's the heavy concern. But is he still the best player in this draft class? Uh, yeah, for sure. But how long will it last? I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's only a matter of time. <laughs> I, I kind of agree, but you never know. And then you got to bring up people like Tyler Hero. And then uh, – Yeah, Tyler Hero, John ja Morant. Don't forget about Ja. Yeah, I forgot about Ja. But those other players. R.J. Barrett, he's just he's on the Knicks, and the Knicks suck, so you don't really talk about him very mm-hmm. much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, with Spike Lee's situation and all that now. Oh, yeah, that thing. Well, the Knicks have always sucked, and it doesn't get any better. 
they're losing fans left and right, and it's only going to be a matter of time that <laughs> before the one time they, they, and once they lose all their fans, they'll just go win like sixty games, and everybody's like, "You want us back now, huh?" Well, they're trying to get Carmelo back. I heard so. Uh, yeah, that that'll generate fan money. It will not give you any more wins. Nope. But you can try. It is the New York Knicks, after all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it is kind of what they're notoriously known for. I mean, they blew up their entire franchise because a seven foot three guy went in there and said, "Hey, I don't want to be here anymore." And the Knicks didn't even try at all to work something out with him. They're like, okay, let's trade you for absolutely nothing. And so they traded him for DeAndre Jordan, who's not even on their team anymore. Uh, Dennis Smith, who is there, but really is not there. He plays like 10 minutes a game. And so they essentially gave up their entire team and they couldn't get Kyrie. They couldn't get KD. They got absolutely, um, I don't know if I, how, how to say this, bamboozled at the NBA draft lottery. Um, Patrick Ewing apparently wasn't luck enough. They got the third pick, and R.J. Barrett hasn't been unbelievable to the point where he's somebody I can say who, who will lead the team in coming years, but it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how the situation is for uh, Pelicans and all that. But Stephen A. Smith's not having a good day. He's never having a good day. No. Sucks to be him. <laughs> it does. But other than that, you got anything else to add? Before we move on? Um, just one last quick thing about the NBA. Uh, LeBron James, he may be teaching his way to give up the crown, but he is still the king of this sport, and he needs to get the respect he deserves, and that is all. All right, whatever you say, even though the Bucks are have uh, already clinched a playoff spot. Yeah, watch them in the playoffs. It was the same thing last year. I don't buy it. You don't buy it? I don't at all. Do not buy it at all. Giannis by himself last year didn't work come playoff time, and I don't think it will this year either. All right, hot take there, but we'll have to stop you there since we got to move on to our next mm-hmm. thing. We're going to be moving on to the NFL, which uh, there was a big news that our buddy Matthew is not really too happy about. We got a close-up on the mic? All right. You, you want you list the details, and then I bring you the... So I believe it was yesterday, uh, Yeah. Tuesday? Tuesday, yes. Tuesday, March 3rd, the Jaguars... Uh, decided they needed some more cap. They need to get rid of cap space because they're struggling right now. They don't not. They're like in the negatives. But they decided they were going to be trading away another asset of their defense. They ended up trading away cornerback AJ Boye for only a fourth round pick, and that has got somebody named Matthew Ponser, a big Jaguars fan, very very fed up. All right. This is a warning for all of you who are listening to this via headphones. You might want to not do that. All right. And Ethan is about to take his off, too. It's okay. We all get it. It, It's a business. Oh, Jacksonville, the place where the sun shines all the time. There's a pool for you to sit in when somebody probably, you know, sit next to somebody in a pool. Their stadium doesn't sell tickets. Going to London is now pretty much the best option this team has. Their ownership is terrible. Well, no, I'm not going to blame Shad Khan. Their front office is terrible. Their head coach, all he cares about is bologna sandwiches. Their defense is pretty much as good as a non-moving horse, so you kind of just stand there and do nothing. I mean, that's, that was our defense at the end of last year. Now we don't have anybody playing cornerback, so wide receivers, you can go for 80-yard touchdowns if you want. Their offense is slow. It's non-moving. We don't have any receivers because Allen Robinson left us. And it has not been good ever since. And you guys told DJ Shark saved me in fantasy, though. Yeah. Thank you, DJ Shark, for helping me win the championship from our. But then you just but. double cover him. I mean, there's really nobody else. There. Well, DD Westbrook's just been a disappointment of all sorts. 
if we're going to trade our star defense, one of our star defensive players, he's number two in my mind. If we are going to trade one of our star defensive players, you cannot at all just get a fourth round pick back. Because what the heck are we going to do with a fourth round pick that's better than him? Nothing. We blew up our defense again, so now our defense is just a hot piece of garbage. And it's like burning in a dumpster somewhere in like Southern California. Our defense literally is probably number 33 out of 32 teams in the league. I'm not even sure how that's possible to have the 33rd ranked defense in a 32-team league. But for the Jaguars, I think it might be. So I'm going to take a page out of Ethan's book from last year and sit here and actually hope my team loses because it might not be the worst thing in the world for our team to go 0-16. I mean, I'm probably going to be a crying, depressed Jaguars fan in 2021, but at least we're going to have a solid team the year after that. Next year is already just a failure before it even begin before it even begins. We need to fire Doug Marone, first of all. Would you agree with that? I, I don't think I don't Doug Marone should not be there. He is not a good coach at all. He has not shown discipline, and that's probably why I think AJ Boyle left. I mean, I have to say this. I'm a Dolphins fan, so uh I've been there, done that, as he said, but I've actually been there before too, because there's I don't know if you guys remember, 2016, there was a such thing as a, or actually 2017, there was a name, uh, Jay Ajayi and Jarvis Landry. The, oh, yeah. the amount, uh, those were our two best players, the players that carried us to the playoffs at, like the, uh, the year before in 2016. They wanted money that Miami didn't decide to give them the money for some reason, and they traded him away for Jay Ajayi for a fourth rounder, who was their star running back, and Jarvis Landry for a third and fifth rounder. Two star players for that's it. I've, I, it hurt me, and it hurt me, and that led to four years of complete failure for the Dolphins. That's, We're headed for that, too. And that's, mm-hmm. it, it's a long road, and I've been in there, and it sucked. I've been, there's been just way too many lows. They, they haven't had a winning season since that 2016 season, they haven't, and that was the time they made the playoffs. And since then, it's just been atrocious. They lost Tannehill. They've been trying to rebuild the system. They fired general managers. They, they fired two head coaches. They even had an interim head coach, too. Before, during that 2017 season, they've, they've had three head coaches since the 2016 season, and it's just I'm ba- basically to, to sum it up, you're gonna be uh, along for the long road. I'd be, it's it's gonna be a while before you guys are relevant again, which sucks because you guys have been struggling to keep that. But we'll be relevant for one thing, with the fact that we're gonna move to London in two years. I, I genuinely believe this team will not be known as Jacksonville for much longer. Really, I, I, I truly believe that. They're not going to generate anything next year. Who's going to want to go to a Jaguars game next year? Like, it's not even like our stadium is very good. <laughs> Apart from the pool, the only thing we have is a pool. I mean, if you go to our stadium, it's pretty much just teal and gold spots and a pool, which costs like $1,500 for a seat, and I'm not really sure how much I want to pay for that. I mean, it would be pretty awesome to sit in a pool and watch a Jags game and be at the stadium, but I'm not paying $1,500 for those, for those tickets. And since I'm pretty sure you're correctly that you've never really been to a Jaguars game and having them move to London is going to suck because then it'd be even harder. Well, then that definitely rules out any chance of that happening because I'm so, not learning how to drive on the left side of the road. Yes, yeah, so basically, if, if that happens, will you, will you be really sad? Like, do you want them to move to London? No. Why would I want them to move to London? For the team, it might be beneficial. For Oh, I just moved the whole table. But in terms of... A fan? If I'm a fan of the Jaguars, I do not want them to move because I would say half the Jags fans that you have in Jacksonville flip over to one of the other Florida teams. 
like Tampa, like Miami, and if you're really a loser, you just go to the Patriots. <laughs> um, They're not going to be relevant anymore, though, because uh, Brady's been – there's been some big news around there. Oh, uh, can we touch on this for a moment, please? Yes. All right, we're, we're putting in a little filler before our air horn goes off. Yes. <laughs> Spoiler alert. It, everybody is buying into this media bowl about Tom Brady – Leaving. Oh my God, he's gonna go to LA. Oh my God, he's going to Las Vegas. Oh my God, he's going to Tennessee. Oh my God. And what is he gonna do? He's gonna move right back to New England. You- for for everybody who genuinely believes Tom Brady is leaving, you're buying into the media BS. You are. You are just buying into it and you're letting it sink into your brain because you want to believe it. You want to believe it with everything you have in your body and your soul. But it's not gonna happen. There's no way Tom Brady plays for another team in his career. It, it won't happen. I've gone back and forth too, but then I, then I stood firm, thought about it for a minute, and realized he's been here for 20 years. Why would he go somewhere else and tarnish his reputation and tarnish the legacy he's built for himself? He won't. He's not going to leave. He will finish here. He will finish here with Belichick, and when he retires, they will both retire. That is it. The and, only problem about that statement is that I don't know if Bill Belichick wants Brady back. Because there's no Bill other quarterback Be- he knows how to coach now. But future wise, who like looking into the future for the Patriots as like a company, keeping Brady there longer only stalls it longer and longer and longer. They're like what happens when Brady leaves? They're gonna take, they're gonna plummet because they're investing so much into Brady that as soon as he retires, it's game over. They're not gonna be. Able, they they don't have a like, unless my uh, per, or, uh, my beliefs are right that Brady's a system quarterback that uh, they could replace any quarterback into the system and it'd work. He's wrong. <laughs> if if my beliefs are true, then that'd be great. It'd, it'd be a great thing too because I I'm a Brady hater. But aren't we all? <laughs> if uh, I I don't know. I I think Brady's gone. Personally. Do you want to just believe that, or do you genuinely, genuinely think he's going? With all the stuff that has surfaced around it, and the amount it's that— It's just Bra- media. If, if, Brady, if Brady would want to, he, like, if he would stay with New England, why would he be torturing his fans this long for him only to say he's going back to New England? That doesn't make any sense. It's kind of fun. No, I, I genuinely— That's genuinely mean. That's like— Do you not know who Tom Brady is? <laughs> A lying cheater who deflated footballs to win Super Bowls. This man doesn't really have... I, I, I've never, ever liked Brady. But there's no way he leaves this team that he's known for so long. It just won't happen. Uh, me and you are both going to hope for it. We know it. We beg and plead for it to happen just so long as he doesn't come to our teams because neither of us want him. We all want him to leave. But he's not going to. And the disappointment will continue. And I'm sorry for all you people out there who think, who genuinely think he's going to leave. And there's oh, the alarm. There's our timer. That is very loud, by the way. <laughs> and, that's, and I have noise-canceling headphones on, and it's n- clearly not working. All righty. So the, you hear that? So, hi, or God. Siren. <laughs> alarm. Can't speak right now. You hear that alarm? It's something, the new segment that we're going to be adding in. It's going to be a trivia it's what we're going to be adding. We're going to be asking each other questions back and forth. See if we could test our knowledge. See if it's entertaining to you guys. Let us know. But we're, I'm, I'm excited. Would you like to start it off? Basically, it's stump the pause or stump the Pollock. Who, who, who could do oh, that? Oh, you're going to stump me because I'm not very smart at NFL history. So uh, you're going to get me. I got a little bit of everything, and I hope you do too. So I do. 
I'm going to start. Are you going to start? I'm right. going to start. First question I have, who is the all-time NBA leader in blocks? Not per game, just in general, who has recorded the most blocks all-time in the NBA? I know it's a tall guy. No, really? <laughs> it is not. No, I mean, like, I know it's someone over seven foot. I, I've, I've, heard, I've heard about it. I can't put a name to a face, though. I have hints for everything if you need one, too. I would love a hint because I'm okay. not the big NBA guy. So this player is in the Western Conference Western in Conference. Texas. Is it? Oh, God. You get two guesses. Oh, God. Duncan Robinson? Duncan Robinson? I don't know. I don't that would be Miami Heat. And oh, yeah. shoot. Ron Robinson. Oh, boy. See, this, this is my knowledge if you guys don't know about the NBA. Oh, well, you, okay. So you have the, you have the right Robinson. Okay. David Robinson. David Robinson. Was it, it, wrong. It was not David Robinson. I couldn't think of it. It was a D. Robinson. That's why I knew I just didn't put the right name, but it's not him. He is widely considered one of the greatest, if not the greatest, center of all time. Tim Duncan? Hakeem Olajuwon. Oh, shoot. Oh, for one. All right. Your first oh, question is... Your first question is... Oh, shoot. My bad. All right, so I got to start off with uh, NFL one because that's just how I am. But I'm in trouble. Since you don't want to do the multiple choice ones, even though I have them prepared, I'll start off with, uh, can you name the six teams in the NFL that do not have cheerleaders? <laughs> yes. This is, this is how it's going to be. Oh, no. Okay. There are six teams in the NFL that don't have cheerleaders? There's six teams that well, do not have cheerleaders I guarantee you the Chargers right don't. Um, they do have them. Well, nobody pays attention to them anyway because there's no fans. <laughs> do the Rams not have cheerleaders? They have them. If you couldn't hear me slapping my yes, head on the Yes, there table. is four NFC, two AFC. Four NFC, two AFC. The Bears have cheerleaders. No way. The Bears have cheerleaders, right? They do not. They don't. That's one. Okay. Yeah, one out of six. Look at That's you right. Go. They don't. I've been Okay. Um, you said four NFC, right? Four NFC. All right, Bears, Panthers. No, no, they have cheerleaders. Um, I'm just thinking of the teams. Go that, by division. I'm just saying. Uh, that'll help. Packers have cheerleaders, right? They do not. That's two. Look at you go. Wow. Ring and ding ding. You got does four the NFC, more. Does the entirety of the NFC North not have cheerleaders? I can't answer that. Do the Panthers not have cheerleaders? The Panthers have cheerleaders. Okay. Giants. They do not have them. That's three. Yeah, I was going to say. Jets have them, though. Um Right? Yep, they do. So you got one NFC remaining. And two AFC. And two AFC. Patriots have to have cheerleaders because it's Brady. <laughs> Come on, we have cheerleaders, right? We have cheerleaders. Jaguars do, yes. Okay. If we didn't, think. that probably Come explains on. things. Due to air quality issues, Denver Broncos do not have cheerleaders. I'll give you a little bit more no, hints okay, to speed wrong. things up. The Both of the AFC teams... That are listed are in the same division, and the one NFC team remaining is one you've already mentioned in the division, like divisional-wise. You've already Vikings. Mentioned. Nope. Or they 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 have them. Falcons. They have them. Oh, Tampa doesn't have cheerleaders. They have them. What? <laughs> <laughs> they New, have them. New Orleans. They have them. Oh, what division? Uh, Arizona Cardinals. You're missing a team. They have them. Oh, my God. You're going to the wrong division. You're missing a team that oh. you've already mentioned three oh. of the four. That, that would be the – I said Lions, not right? No? You have not said Lions. Oh, so Lions is the other one. Yes, two. That, <laughs> uh. That's two for you – or uh, that's all the NFC. You're missing the AFC now. They're Good. both in the same division. Okay, same division. Browns and Bengals. Well, you got one of the two. Steelers. Browns don't have, there you go. 
Really? No, steer, no Steelers ba- cheerleaders. Bears, Browns, Giants, Packers, Lions, and Steelers. But this is a two-part question just because oh, no. things spice it up. So, uh, oh, God. Okay, what's of next? the six NFL teams that don't have cheerleaders, which ones have never had them? Oh, the Bears have never had cheerleaders. They have. All right. How many, how many teams left? There? There's five. I remember the Bears, Browns, Giants, Packers, Lions, and Steelers. Those oh, are the how six. many have never had? Is my question. Which ones have never in their history have yeah. ever had them? How many teams are there? There's two teams. Browns. Browns have never had them. This is very this awkward sound of silence. <laughs> Giants. Look at you go. The Browns I knew had never had, but the Giants mm-hmm. I had no idea. All right, my second question is also NFL. Okay. Only one NFL player has ever played. Keyword is played for eight NFL teams. Can you name who it is? One NFL player. All time. All who time. Is play- he is a current NFL player. He's, pl- he's currently playing. Currently playing. Just wrapped up his eighth team. Just wrapped up playing with his eighth team. Eighth team. I can't, is it I Josh can't McCown? Finish. Look at me go. Can you name all eight? Can I name all eight? Yeah. Miami? Yep. New York, Buffalo. I know those are three. Okay. He's on the Eagles this year. Yep. That's four. He played for Tampa. That's five. Holy crap. Uh, <laughs> You're missing three. One of them's obvious. One, another one's obvious, God. and the other one's not. He, did he play for the Rams? No. He played for Arizona. I know that because that's where he was drafted, right? Holy cow. Yeah. Okay, you're missing two. God. Where's it? He's played for – I did. I said Rams. Yeah, and that's Did he play for the wrong. 49ers? No. No. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. Chargers, because they're a sucky team? No. Hmm. Oh, give He's me, been give me on hints. nine. He's been hints. on nine teams. He's only played for eight. Oh, okay. Let me think out loud. Chargers? You said Chargers. I said, I said that already. Chiefs? Broncos? No. no. Raiders? No. None of those? That, they're I, both I NFC. They are both NFC. Thanks. The two you're missing are NFC. Thank you. It's the oh he's played for the Bears. Mm-hmm. I know that. I remember that. And era. his brother has played for this. And his brother played for this team. Detroit. No. No. Packers. No. Vikings. No. Ah. Um. <laughs> Panthers. Did I say Panthers? No. But it's not right. <laughs> oh man. What? See, I watched it. The only reason why I know all this because I watched the documentary about it. So if you care. Saints. It is the Saints. Gosh. I knew that. All right. Go ahead with your next one. I got it. This is this one easier because I this is where my multiple choice ones start. But I, I'll let you. It's your option if you want them. Okay. So, uh, I this, this is a fun one. So, oh no. Since you're a big uh, NBA uh, game player, video game guy. So, uh, when the NBA Jam first came out in oh 1993, the creator Mark Turmel hated one team so much he put a cheat code that made the team that he hated. Miss every single last second shot. Which team is it? Um. Oh, it's Chicago. It is Chicago. Yeah, I remember. I remember reading something about that a long time ago, like maybe a year ago, mm-hmm. where Mark Turmel, I think he was a big time Pistons fan, and for some reason he yeah. really hated the Bulls. Well, I wonder why, because in 1993. Uh, MJ won his third straight championship. He got the three-peat. So if anyone is an underdog hater or underdog guy like us, we uh, would obviously not be a fan of MJ. Even though we're from Chicago, we would probably not be a fan from him. But yeah, I would agree with that. Mainly, But you kind of have to respect the way MJ played. But, yeah, I was thinking 
I was thinking Chicago. That was that was honestly kind of a guess. I kind of remembered that. Look at that. All right, third question. All right. This is hockey, so I don't know how well you're going to know. Last this. question for me, huh? I believe. Oh, you want oh, – we're doing three, right? Okay, okay, then I'm going to give you a different question then. All right. Because give, give this me. one's kind of impossible. The third one is for me. All right. Give, give, me, a, uh, give, give me a decent one. All right. Something, something interesting. I'm going to go NFL for you because okay. I feel bad for any of these other ones. I could do the NHL. I'm just saying. No, the NHL one's impossible. Trust me. Okay. <laughs> um, this NFL wide receiver – Leads all current players in receiving yards and is second all time in the category. Larry Fitz. Yeah. Look at me go. All right, I'll give you one more because that was fast. I'm good at my NFL trivia. Yes, you are. See, if we played in that cahoot when we did it with uh, Mr. Bosco's sports yes. debate class, because if you don't know, we have a flex day. We had a sports debate class. We did a uh, NBA cahoot, and Matthew won it by a mile because I don't know the NBA, but if we did an NFL one, I told him uh, uh, I would, I would win it. He would be me. I would win it because I know it. All right, but. so the Orlando Magic have never really been notoriously known for having a really good player. So I will ask you the question, who is the all-time leading scorer in the franchise for the Orlando Magic? Is it? Oh, God. So best player on the Orlando Magic. He's been there a while. Is it Dwight Howard? I swear to God, these questions I thought were going to be hard for him, and they're not at all. He's just cruising through them. Yes, it is Dwight. <laughs> you got to remember, I'm a sports fan, too. So I know. So am I. The problem is I'm not particularly good with history things. You this do- is good for you, though. I know. I'm, I'm, lear- I'm showing off my knowledge and uh, <laughs> all right. doing a little bit more. But I'm going to speed run this one, then. All right. All-time home runs leader who is still not in the Hall of Fame. Is it the guy that was juiced up? What's his name? Barry Bond? No. Oh my God. Is it? <laughs> yeah. No it's way. Barry Bonds. Is it? Yeah, it is. All-time leader in home runs, 762, and won't go in the Hall of Fame because of the whole juice part. Yeah. I even look at that. Look at that. That's impressive. He went, f- he went four or five. The only one he didn't get was the Akeem Olajuwon one, which is okay by me, because that one is not particularly <laughs> I, known very well. All righty. So uh, for our final question, after we just sped through those, because I'm actually pretty good at knowledge, I, I'll, see if I, I'll see if I can stump you on this one. Since we'll, we'll, we'll be merging into our uh, NCAA March Madness one, I have to ask a few. I, I got to get this question out of here. Uh, we'll, t- we'll test your knowledge about the March Madness. So uh, here we go. Out of the current NCAA men's basketball Power Six conferences, which are the ACC, Big East, Big Ten, Big 12, Pac-12, and the SEC, what team has never made an appearance in March Madness? There is one of the Power Six teams that's never made March Madness? There is Madness. one team that has been in there for a while that has never made it. No, no, looking it up, mister. No, I'm not. I'm okay. not looking it up. Just making sure. Um, my, my, I'm, I'm going to say this now. My dad got it in seconds, so. My only guess right off the top. Are there multiple choice for this one? I have a multiple choice. Okay, I'm going to go two guesses for that multiple choice. DePaul. All right. It is not DePaul. Really, DePaul's making a tournament? Good job. We have something from Illinois that actually is well. <laughs> um, I don't think it's a Big East team. I'm going to say it's probably Pac-12, given the circumstances, and I'm going to go with a second guess mm-hmm. of Oregon State. They've made it. They made it a few years back. All right. Uh, so give me what? the conference. I will, give you, I will not give you the conference. I'm, I'm, I'm curious because I want to give you the, uh, the multiple choice, see if you okay. can still get it from here. So uh, – here we go. Multiple choice. I made sure there was four of them for this one. So uh, is it either A, Wake Forest, B, Pittsburgh, C, Georgia, or D, Northwestern? 
Okay, well, Northwestern is obviously not it. Come on. <laughs> Northwestern. That, that's an obviously no. Um, I, I swear I remember Pittsburgh being in it. Wake Forest. It was Northwestern. Northwestern's made the tournament. The Wildcats have never made the tournament. And the fun fact about that going along with that is actually Evansville is where they play. The Wildcats, that's where the first ever Final Four was held, and they still have never made it to, to a single March Madness game. I'm almost certain that it is. I hate to burst your bubble here, but I'm almost positive that that is look, wrong. Look. I do not believe the Northwestern Wildcats have made it. 2017, I almost swear they played Vanderbilt in the first round. And I, I, I'm unless I'm wrong, I'm almost. I, this is this is straight from the sports like book, and my dad knew it too, and he's a pretty big sports guy too, because that's where I get all my sports knowledge from. I'm not too. trying to question him, just so you guys know. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm just saying. I, am I? Did I burst yeah. your blow yeah. your mind that much? No. It, he he's looking at it right now. It's bottom left corner, the Gonzaga bracket. Bottom that, left. Yeah. Gonzaga played South Dakota State that year, and then it was Northwestern. Mm-hmm. Might have been old when I looked at it, but... Northwestern made it in 2017, and I remember the whole state going... That was their first time probably making it ever, right? It, yes. That, that was what was so special about that one is it was their first time they had ever made it. Ah. You learn something new every day. See, I... Uh, that's okay, though. I don't I do mean, my research. Correctly, that's okay. You get a little facts, you get a little research, get a little, a little bit of everything in this. <laughs> that is it. So Wake Forest has actually made the tournament. I don't remember ever seeing yes. Wake Forest Wake make the tournament. Wake Forest has, okay. Pittsburgh has, and so has Georgia somehow. For some reason, I, I was thinking Georgia for some reason. For some reason, for some reason. But I, I'm actually surprised they're still not going to make it this year too. I mean, when you have a player like Anthony Edwards and their team is terrible. He, yeah, yeah, he might be the first pick, if not second or third. I think the reason he's not the reason of not being in March Madness will probably hold him from being the first overall pick. There's a lot of good players that aren't going to be in it. <sighs> Very interesting, though, but after that question, and sorry for uh, not having my <laughs> facts correctly, I'll do, I'll do better back checks. That's okay. But Still fun. We'll, we'll stick with the NCAA men's basketball, and we got uh, some big updates that have been going around sports-wise. The whole thing with the coronavirus. Yeah. Coronavirus is the virus, if you don't know, is obviously if you've been living under a rock, they, it's the big... <laughs> It's a, a virus that has been started in China. It's been spreading all over the place, and it's yeah. been getting very, very like big. Like people are be- getting scared of it because the media has been shoving it in our faces so much to the point where like people are actually getting scared. Yeah. Because flights now in Italy are stopping because it spread to Italy. It, it spread all the way around the world. It, it's got and it's actually made it to the U.S. and that has sparked scares into the sports world with teams like Chicago State. And not showing up to uh, their conference games to get into March Madness, which, yeah. is, which is wild for that because it's they their the, where their conference is where they're holding is in Seattle, and that is uh, there there is some some there's cases of uh, coronavirus inside Seattle, and that's been scaring people. And there's been after that Chicago State they were the first team to do it. After them, it spiked some scares in the sports world, saying, "Are they going to start? Are they going to cancel March Madness? Are they going to do that?" And that's what leads us here. That's what we're going to be discussing because, personally, I don't think they're going to do it, or they're they're not going to uh, stop March Madness. They may reschedule or remove these conferences to other places around the world where it's not affected right now, where people there's no cases of it. But as of now, 
there's I, I think they're, they still have to do it. March Madness is a billion dollar industry. There's plenty of money getting thrown around. And I, I know we were talking about it earlier, but even even if they cancel it, that'd be there, there's there's no way they're probably going to cancel. There's there's too much they're going to lose in it just for a what is it, a boy who cried wolf with the coronavirus. There's only three percent, I believe, of the people that get infected by it and even die. And it's those pe- and those people are the ones who have not been in good health or in, they are. And I hate to be um, ageist or whatever you want to call it, but it is people over 50 plus who are at a greater risk and no offense to anybody, but those types of people are not on basketball courts right now. Mm -hmm. I do believe that there is a possibility. I'm not sure how strong that these games will not be played in front of any fans, Mm -hmm. Um, which means no broadcast for us, which means closed door results in March Madness, but which kind of ruins that'd be the, that'd be the worst thing to probably happen to us because we've invested so much into this March Madness. I know. Over the last 20 weeks, or, or I think we're 20. at week, we're at week 18 right now. So no, it's 20. It's 20. I it's week 20. It's 20 yeah. I'm almost certain it's week 18. Uh, at least AP poll wise, AP polls that been. Oh out yeah, no, NBA is week 20. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> 18 See, weeks of March. Check. 18 more. T- that's revenge. <laughs> yeah, I know. 18 weeks of just straight craziness, and it's going to be 20 as Selection Sunday is coming ever, ever closer. Stay tuned for when uh, we do a March Madness podcast coming up. With uh, we're gonna be trying to get a special guest. Stay tuned until then to find out who, and <laughs> we'll be giving you guys tips about it. And just to let you know, the person who we're bringing on does know basketball, and it'd be fun to listen to. So stick t- stick until. Yes, I totally agree with that. Stay tuned until then. But besides that, there's no, in my opinion, there's no way they're gonna be canceling it. No, there's there's no way they can do it. I really, as long as we can get through March Madness without an issue, I'm okay. I, I really am. As long as we can get through this, I'm okay. Because do we we discussed briefly the Western Athletic Conference, right, with yes. New Mexico State. Mm-hmm. I, they, Mexico State's not going to lose the conference anyway, but I think they, I think the conference is just going to forfeit in general, and so I think New Mexico State's going to get the auto bid. I think they're going to let them go through, because the whole tournament is in Seattle, where where currently is the biggest outbreak. Oh. <laughs> so I I'm going to tell you I don't think there's any way the Western mm-hmm. Athletic Conference tournament plays through. I think they're going to let New Mexico State go into the tournament. It's going to hurt their overall seeding in brackets. Mm-hmm. Because they didn't really earn it, either that or they just don't have anybody in it. But that's also kind of unfair at the same time. So they're gonna have to figure out what to do with that. Because UMKC and Chicago State, two teams from that conference, have already quit. They're not mm-hmm. playing the rest of the year. Um, they're not playing the rest of the year. No, Chicago State's already announced they're not doing anything the rest of the year. They're out. Really? Yeah. Um, UMKC has announced they're not playing any more games in Seattle. So they're playing tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, but that'll be their last game. If you don't know, I, I just found this out too. There's only six people that have cases. There's six supposed people that have cases in Washington. So it's not like there's 13 million or like 13,000 people that are actually sick with it. There's only six. But I understand them taking their precautions. Precautions. Yes, thank you for that. But I, I understand they're taking precautions. But I think this is an overreaction. This is this is this is exactly how it's been for snow days. If you've ever gone to school, whenever there's a snow day, that's supposed to happen because the weatherman hypes it up. And especially here this year in Chicago, they're like, we're getting 15 inches. We're getting 15 inches. Brace for the worst. Brace for the worst. Everyone goes to the grocery store, buys cases of water to brace for the worst. And turns out they uh, 
they were wrong and we still magically have school and the worst we got was like four inches and that's why I think is going to happen with here because yes coronavirus can be deadly but it is just like every other disease the flu it's yes it's going to affect people but it's not the end of the world it's every every disease has its cure and the medical as we are so we are advanced in this day of age I think they will be able to find at least a treatment besides a cure too they, they will be which I'm already certain they've been finding stuff along that, those lines. And the way that the U.S. has been treating this, they've been very, very great at quarantining all these people that who have gotten sick. And the U.S. has been doing a great job in general. Whereas other places like in China and in Italy, it's been spreading like crazy. I just heard today that in, in Italy, it was, uh, high, it was rising higher. There's more, been more cases in Italy than there's been in China, which China's the way that it's been. Because so it's, Italy has done a horrific job in, mm -hmm. of... Being able to keep people, and that, yeah. Um, but, but our that, own, sorry, go keep. Yeah, going. but that ended up uh, actually here at Wheeling. All the kids are pretty sad because they were supposed to go on a field trip to. Yep, uh, there you go. To Italy, and that ended up getting canceled. But I was just gonna say something about that. Yeah. yeah, but other than that, I don't. As America as a whole, we have the medical equipment. And next that, year's Paris trip is canceled too. I think it is. Yeah. I, yeah oh I'm my goodness! Sure. But all this stuff is happening. But as America, as as a whole. I think we are going to be fine. The world's not going to end. And that this, I understand it's a deadly disease. It's been spreading, but that's what diseases do. You're eventually going to get it, no matter how much you hate it or not. That's what the flu does. That's what the cough does. That's what the sniffy nose does. We've all had it. We have all been there, even allergies. We all have it. It's just a disease. We're all human. We just got to get over it. And don't be over 50 years old. <laughs> Good advice. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be over 50, children. Um, I love that piece of advice. That's going to be something I go back on for years. Oh, thank <laughs> In all honesty, though, if I'm being real, you have to take it seriously. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Don't pick your nose. I know there's people who, like, who do that. Gross. <laughs> well, then call me gross then. Uh, it, oh. it's, yeah, well, whatever. We're all human, like We're I just said. We're all human, like I said. But I haven't done it lately. I'm afraid. I'm afraid now, <laughs> David. Why are we talking about this now? I don't know, but I'm afraid. Um, I think there's a lot of people who are buying into the fear, and I would too. But at the same time, you just as long as you are keeping hygiene, keeping hygiene, doing everything you can to prevent yourself. You see the the people that are doing like the foot shakes and the elbow, and the elbow. Oh, like, I have. I have. Five. Yes, and the NBA. And, and there's players who have actively come out, like C.J. McCollum, who said, yeah, I'm not doing anything with the fans. Screw them. But it's not because he doesn't like the fans and people are actually mad at him. And I'm just like, really? He's no. doing it for his own health and safety. And people are mad. Great. And people are angry. And That's America for you. Woo! Woo-woo! <laughs> Big trust. Woo-woo. Oh, God. All right. <laughs> but, I see, sometimes the sports world is rocked by things that aren't always sports. This is one of those things. Um, it's, it's something that needs to be discussed in every format because it has an impact everywhere. And that's what we're going to continue to do here. We'll, if there's any like major shocking updates, we'll probably come we in will. here and record a solid five-minute segment. We but, will keep everyone updated. Sports World, as of now, is safe. The March Madness will continue, no matter how scared or how much the media will freak everyone out. It will continue, and look forward for the next two weeks of our podcast, and stay tuned for the big 
or basically what we're going to be doing is just bracing ourselves for the big weeks to come because I yeah. cannot wait. I can't either, but as I just said, I hope they don't cancel anything. Then you're not going to cancel anything. He's been <sighs> the one who's been reassuring me all day, so hopefully. Yes, I, I will be here to reassure you. Mr. Senior helping out the sophomore. <laughs> there you go. See? The veteran helping the rookie. Well, I'm not the rookie. I'm technically a sophomore. Yeah, oh, okay. my gosh. Joke's time. <laughs> all right. Shall we? Moving on, we'll get to our usual segment, something that we've actually been continuing for a while, and we're going to continue, as always, week 18. Yes, yes week 18. Yes, sir, two and I was wrong a- before. Two <laughs> weeks away. One, two, you could count it with two fingers. We are two weeks away from March Madness, and the AP poll is out, and there's been a few changes. Not as crazy as last week, but still crazy. En- enough to spark some conversation. So yeah, without well, further ado... You should. You want to start it off? Um, are we going with? K- I think Kansas definitely has to be mentioned. Yes, Kansas. A, a straight clean number one who will by far be the favorites in March Madness this year. Now, whether you should pick them or not, I don't know. Just remember 2018. For those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, to search up Virginia and UMBC. Oh my god! About UMBC. Have we ever survived a podcast without talking about UMBC? Nope. No. Never will and never can. <laughs> Too bad. Bleh. But Kansas will be the favorites now the question is how much can you trust them they're always a consistent final four but then they always fail so will they fail this year or is this year different with Azubuki and Devon Dotson I don't know I I would say they're definitely the smartest pick in brackets but so was Duke last year (laughs) well it wasn't the smartest pick but people still did it anyway anyway I digress uh, Kansas is definitely the favorite. Gonzaga yep. probably tails behind. The Gonzaga and Dayton both moved up a spot this week because of Baylor choke. Yep, Baylor Bears Baylor number four choke. dropped another game, and that's the concern. That's, that I think that a lot is of the big, big concern. Team that was formerly a number one in the AP poll for weeks upon end is finally losing their stop, the run out of gas, basically, if you want to give an analogy. They really are running out of gas, literally and figuratively, because you can tell this team is just not playing the same. The talent level is still there, but the overall level of play is just not the same. No, not at all. And if you don't know, this week, it was Tuesday that they ended up dropping to TCU, of all teams, unranked TCU, who is yeah. not one of the best teams. And the score was 75-72, to 72, but I'm going to let you know that score was nothing like it. There was a bunch of garbage points towards the end. TCU controlled this game from the start. Yes, they did. Baylor was never in it, and they had a, they just controlled it coming out. They were, they were in TCU, but if, is that, what concerns that does bring up is that will be, be or excuse me, I almost said BYU Baylor, will Baylor be able to withstand traveling to all these different places and still be able to come up with the wins? And that's a scary no, thing No, I don't now. think so. I mean, Baylor, not only that, lack of experience too when tournament time comes around. They're definitely the one seed with the most vulnerability in comparison to most of these other teams. Mm-hmm. Like if you look at the top four teams, even though they're not all projected one seeds, Baylor definitely, I think, is a level below them. I, I think I said that since the beginning, that mm-hmm. I didn't believe they should have been a number one. They played like it recently, but still not enough for me. No, not at all, and that's why they've dropped down to number four. But moving on, back, I'll, I'll hop back up before we move anywhere. Gonzaga does move up one spot. They beat two unranked teams. Not Nothing much to say about, the, uh, bleh, about them there, but Dayton is one I want to bring up just to let yeah. you know because Dayton 
is on their 18th straight win. They're the hottest team in the entire NCAA March Madness right now, mm -hmm. and they're showing it, and they've shown that they deserved it. And the thing that you've been denying me so over the weeks upon end is that Dayton is a number one seed. I think after hopping above Baylor, I think they are now a number one seed in the. Still not Illinois. No, are you sure about that? Uh, uh, well, no, I'm not saying in my own opinion they're not. I'm saying mm -hmm. in brackets they're still not a number one seed. Whether I whether I buy that or not uh, is another thing because I think they are. Um, Obi Toppin is the best player in all of college basketball, and that that that's that's, that's true. true. There's I don't think there's a debate there. I think that's facts. Unless you're a Kansas fan, then you're gonna say, "Oh my God, it's Asabuki." <laughs> but Obi Toppin has been the most electric and intense player that I've seen since Zion Williamson, baby. He went from no uh, he went he was on nobody's radar heading into the mm -hmm. year. Now he's probably a top ten draft pick. Which kind of sucks for Dayton because they would have probably liked to have him for another year. Mm -hmm. They're not going to. Toppin is going to be an interesting player in the NBA. He's a slashing wing who can get to the basket with some of the best in the business. And if a player like – but it's the same issue that I'll say again. I'll say it again and again and again until we realize in March Madness, oh, my God, he was right. When there's one player on a team, you make one mistake, and it is over. You – Sometimes it's best to not even have a standout player. Sometimes it's best to just have a cohesive unit that works together. <clears throat> San Diego State. It works best if you don't have just a one superstar because then there you don't have to rely on one person. <clears throat> James Harden, too. Be honest. Sorry. Oh, my gosh. Sorry, sorry. But really, it, it is. It's a story, and it works well in the regular season. Look at the Bucks now. I'm making a comparison because it's fun. But then when it comes to playoff time, when it comes to March Madness time, these teams will not execute. And, yes, my hot takes with the Bucks. I make the finals. I think we said that already. Oh, boy. But I think that's the concern with Dayton, too. We'll see what happens. All righty. So moving down, the San Diego State still stands at number five. Even still a one seed. Still should be move on. Oh, boy. <laughs> we'll see about that. But uh, after a loss by Florida State, they drop one. And Kentucky, of all teams, is now number six. On the on the uh, on the radar. What do you have any thoughts about that? Well, they won't be after last night. That's true. <laughs> um, keep in mind we are a little a little behind, if you will. Yes. But when you lose to Tennessee at home. Oh my gosh, they did. I I was watching all the games last night. They were I, they were creaming. Tennessee was losing by a ton to Kentucky. What happened? Well, I don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, it was kind of a dumpster fire that just kind of happened in front of. Well, the they house. were winning. They were winning in the first half. Kentucky was, and I guess the second half just it was just. Uh, it doesn't matter. They've explosion. already they've already clinched the um, SEC anyway. The title, the regular season title, so mm -hmm. it'll be the one seed in the conference tournament. But I don't I don't know if they're gonna win it. I, my confidence has definitely struck in Kentucky. I don't know where they stand. Florida State. I don't think they're real. I've said it all year. Seton Hall. Same issue with Dayton. Well, I mean, Seton Hall's been up. They 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 lost once a few weeks back against uh, was it Creighton? It might have been Creighton, but Seton Hall dropped. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah, no, it was Creighton. Because the uh, or Miles Powell didn't play up to his standards, and as you were probably gonna say, like, I mean, it's a one-player team, but Seton Hall's found their rhythm right back. After beating some great teams, I mean, I shouldn't say great teams. They've beaten all the unranked teams this week, but they move up five spots because that's just the magic of the AP poll, and they are now, <laughs> yeah. and they are now number eight. But concerns come ahead because if you don't know their schedule, their last oh, two games are uh, 
Pretty Not scary. They're versing number Nova 14. Yep, Villanova, who's number 14 right now in the le in the league on uh, actually tonight, this Wednesday, and then on Saturday they go up they go up against uh, Creighton to finish off their season in Creighton on Saturday. Number 11 Creighton, which we'll get to in a bit, but that's a very hard schedule. And if they're, they're not able winning to both come games, up, sure? I'm just saying if they come if they come up strong. They'll probably stay where they are, but we'll see if they could win those two games. I mean, Creighton's been unstoppable at home, so if they could beat them at Creighton, or beat them at home against Creighton, that'd be a statement win, and they'd probably be moving up. I would agree with that, but I don't know. I don't know how it's going to be difficult for them to be able to make a statement here. They are two games in front. If they win one of these games, they will be number one in the Big East. I don't think they're winning both, but as long as they win one, they're fine. Um. Do you want to take the Big Ten craziness? Because I would like to get to it, but if you, we'll, we'll, me and you, we'll can get both to the, we'll it. get to the Big Ten towards the later part of the part, later part of our podcast show. I was, I was about to say show, but since we'll we'll, we'll, we'll try and stay in order this time. <laughs> well, yeah, no, Maryland but, being uh, number yes, nine is my issue. That's what I was gonna say. Maryland, they are they did not move anywhere, but they're going to be moving soon because the Scarlet Knights of Rutgers. Ended up, they ended up beating them by a ton, and they're one of the better teams, I think. Thank God this, this is what we've been wanting for Rutgers to actually have a chance. And that, that is definitely a statement win, as I've been saying, because after that big win, and I believe it was, it was at Rutgers, but beating a number nine team like that as an unranked, that was the, the game that Rutgers needed to secure a spot. And after that, this game, I believe they have a spot in March Madness. I would agree with that. Just because of the way that Big Ten is, even though they have – Ten losses, nine losses, but I think it's I think it's 11. eleven, probably probably eleven because of the way that their standards are. But that they're probably they're most likely going to make it. But yeah, Maryland's going to be dropping. They didn't play well against the Scarlet Knights. Scarlet Knights, I believe, obliterated them last or last night. Yeah, they won by eleven. Controlled the game just like uh, uh, Tennessee did, or not in Tennessee. Got TCU did. Well, Tennessee did too. Tennessee controlled that game as well, but in the second half. But, yes, but. Other than that, we'll move back to the other ACC team. Louisville moves up one spot, and then Creighton drops one spot. I mean, Creighton, I believe they lost, I think, but against a better team. Yeah, Creighton, no, Creighton got creamed by St. John's. Yes, dead last in the entire uh, Big East. They have been struggling the entire year. No, are they dead last? Are they above, they're above DePaul, I believe. They're uh, se second to last. In their division. Yay, St. John's is garbage. Yes, they're garbage, and they beat Creighton of all teams, who have been the hot. 20. Yeah, they, they were one of the hotter teams, and then magically they just imploded, I guess, for this one game. But we'll see if they'll be able to retake their steps. But the team that's imploded even more, than my opinion, is Duke. Oh. Duke Blue Devils. That's just gross. I mean, if you saw them last week, you they did not look like a the Duke or the Coach K-led Duke Blue Devils team. Not at all. No, they didn't. The big issue with Duke is that they don't have um, a guaranteed scoring thread down the floor like they did last year with Zion Williamson. Vernon Carey is still an excellent big guy. Trey Jones is still one of the best playmakers in all of college basketball. Uh, Cassius Stanley is one of the best rim-rocking two guards that college basketball has seen in a long time. But here's the problem. It's Duke. It's them as I, I've left that long pause for a moment. Yes. It's Duke. And if most of you probably learned the, the hard way last year, Duke is not a team that comes up clutch at all at any given situation, and they always try and blow it at every single corner, and when you pick them in your brackets, you're guaranteeing yourself for failure. 
and then they'll win the championship. Just watch, because we that's just how things have been going on this podcast. But as you could tell, I mean, they lost two times in one week. They lost to Wake Forest. We talked about it last week. And then they end up losing to Virginia by two. Virginia? I mean, Virginia is ranked now. Idle but time. They, they have been hot. We'll get to them in a bit. But Duke has not been on. I mean, they beat North Carolina State, who they beat before. But Yippee. Yeah, they beat them. Ooh, they'll probably get moved up five spots next time. Yeah. Because that's just how the Blue Devils are. But if I were you, I'd be smart and keep an, don't, don't trust them. And then we say it every time, don't trust them in the March Madness and stay – just don't. Duke is going to be a three or four seed, right? That's my guess. Um, a, a projected 13 seed in brackets right now is a team that shouldn't be a 13 seed. They should be way higher. The um, – you already know who I'm talking about. The Stephen F. Austin Lumberjacks. Now, for those of you who are wondering why does this matter and why are you doing this to me, Matthew, this is a team that I've never heard of. Okay. Who did Duke lose to at the beginning of the year? Uh, SF Austin. There you go. They lost to them in the beginning of the year. When, when they were a number one seed. When they were a number one team. And SF Austin was on no one's radar. Now SF Austin's a borderline top 25 team. Duke is faltering. SF Austin's won like 18 straight games. Easily pick Stephen F. Austin in that game. Easily. If they beat them once when they weren't even as good as they are now, they'll definitely do it again. And this is where, uh, this is one of the hottest, one of my biggest hot takes I've had. I think right now, if I had to pick a game between those two, I'm picking Stephen F. Austin. I would too. 100%. That's not even Um, a hot take. That's just logic at this point. I mean, at this point, Duke has just been a team that, oh, you can't trust them ever, people. I would pick Stephen F. Austin against any team right now in the first round that's like around the seating in which they're expected to be like a four or a five, they would beat any team in that list. And Duke especially. Duke is faltering, and everybody needs to just stay away. <laughs> I think Trey Jones might have coronavirus. Oh, uh, my goodness. <laughs> As we were talking about so seriously last night, just bring up that joke. But thanks for that, Matthew. But <laughs> You're welcome. But other than that, I got to talk about my big O, the Oregon Ducks. You doubted them, Matthew. You doubted them. I always them. will. You doubted them. <laughs> I always will. <laughs> and they beat, you said last week they were going to lose to Oregon State. They creamed them, and Oregon moves up one spot. Woohoo! They're yeah! At, they're at 13 now, so, uh, and they don't, they only played one game last week, and I believe they have, they really, have two games remaining. Yeah, they have two games remaining, not really against the best of teams, I do not believe. Yeah, California and Stanford. If you don't know, neither of those teams are even in the running for. Uh, oh no, Stanford is. Stanford's well, first. Stanford's nine and seven, but California seven and nine. Both of those teams are in the middle of the bracket. They're both unranked. I think this should, and they're both. Both games are going to be played in Oregon this week. Once tomorrow, and then once on Saturday. Yep. But I think those should be easy wins for Oregon. But as the season's gone, you never know, and that's what the point is for March Madness. So. We'll see. I'll be cheering on my Ducks and hope for the best. But Oregon stays a 13 seed. And moving on to uh, Villanova. Villanova dropped the game. They against, uh, I believe it was Providence last week. They lost. Well, Providence is on fire. Start paying attention to them. Yes, people. they're going to be moving up in this AP poll, and especially the Big East. They're they're hot and they're hot at the right time because there's only two games remaining before the conference or the conferences start for this Big East division. And I'm getting a hand. Uh, there are, sorry to interrupt you, by the way. Yes. But there are four teams, four, uh, the last four teams they've played, 
that have been top 25 teams are Butler, or but, War, War Butler, Creighton, Seton Hall. Mar- oh, no, sorry. Last four, Creighton, Seton Hall, Marquette, Villanova. They beat every single team by at least six points in that list. Wow. So if that doesn't tell you how good this team can be and what kind of upsets, you know, there's always like the eight or nine seed, like, oh, my God, they won. They might be that team to knock out a one. That 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 one might include Dayton. Um, oh, dead serious people or San Diego State. Your beloved San Diego State. My beloved San Diego State, and I'm crying saying it, but it is true. I mean, it is kind of true. But Providence is definitely a team to watch out for. I'm gonna head to 15. All right. A team that still is not getting enough respect. Oh my gosh. That people need to start paying out for. Um, BYU. BYU has one game. Rem- oh no, they don't. They're done. They're heading into the West yep. Coast Conference. They got a double bye. They're off until March 9th, so they're not <laughs> playing another game. BYU, I'm calling it, will beat Gonzaga again in this West Coast Conference and get their respect they deserve. And I'm not against you at all. Yeah, really? Okay, good. I thought no, I was going to have an argument to make. No, I, I, I'm, I am joining this bandwagon of this BYU team. I, the one game that I saw against Gonzaga, this, this team was electric watching them play. They really have the great tech chemistry and the way that they just completely shut down Gonzaga, the number two Gonzaga, when they were at, or like, I'm pretty sure it was two or three at the time, but it was. Two. I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure it was two. Yeah, when Gonzaga was there, the way they were able to play against a team of that high of a level and caliber is amazing, and that's why they're not getting enough credit, as we've been saying. But now that they're in this conference championship, that hot take really, in my opinion, is not a hot take. It's just logic, and that's why I think that BYU should be should continue to move up. But they'll. They'll probably stay where they are if things. Yeah, I don't see them up. going any higher simply because they don't have any regular season games or leverage yes. left. Mm-hmm. Um, do you mind if I go one more real quick? Yes, you can go one more. All right. Um, I just wanted to talk about Michigan State real quick. Um, oh man, huge win this weekend for them against Maryland. That is what I call a big time confidence boost to really get your team rolling. However, it doesn't in any place warrant eight spots. Okay, like they, yes, if you don't know what he means, they were moved up eight spots. Twenty four to sixteen. I'm sorry, that 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 just is not that that's too much. They played well, but Michigan State to me at best is a six seed in these in this tournament. Five seed maybe. They're starting to play well at the right time again, but it's not worth that. To the fact that they're above Auburn, the fact that they're above Iowa, um the fact that they're above Illinois for that matter too. Yeah. It just kinda it grinds my gears, as I like to say. I say that a lot. It is one of those things that really gives me a lot of question marks, though, because I don't think they deserve to be that high up on the list in comparison to some of these other teams, which we'll get to. Michigan State, you're playing well. Do not deserve to be 16. No, not at all. I mean, they, they like I said, they, they are one of the Big Ten teams, and if you don't know, there's actually <laughs> – I'll, I'll pull this up. Of the bottom, from 16 to 25, there are, I believe, seven of the <laughs> – is, is it nine teams? Yeah, seven of the nine teams in this bottom – or actually, actually uh, seven of the last ten yeah. teams in the entire AP poll are Big Ten teams. Seven. That's, that's horrible. What are you doing, AP poll? I said this to one of my friends earlier today. The Big Ten, I am thoroughly convinced, is paying millions of dollars to the Associated Press, AP, and saying, hey, put our teams in these rankings, please. Oh, we need to say Michigan for the end. We will. Yes. But 
Illinois deserves to be in it. Apart from that, Wisconsin, get off. Ohio State, no. Penn State might. Penn State still deserves to be in it. Well, Ohio State did just beat. uh, Michigan. They beat Michigan, which was obvious. Oh, no. Oh, my God. No way. Who would have known Michigan should have been a 19 seed? Wow. And then Wisconsin still with 10 losses. Who did they they even beat to move up? Like, I don't. Oh, they beat somebody. They beat somebody. Uh, I'm scrolling through. Michigan. (laughs) They, They beat Michigan. They beat, <laughs> they beat Michigan and Rutgers. Oh, then again, I'm looking back. Their last loss was uh, against Minnesota when it was in Minnesota. But Which is the, yeah, yeah, they, I don't know. They they're not versus anyone the rest of the year, so they're gonna probably stay in the March Madness top five because they're versus unranked teams. So Wisconsin's gonna stay in there. I, uh, Iowa just did lose number uh, 18. Iowa they lost this yesterday. They. Uh, who was it too? They got obliterated by Purdue, and I mean obliterated. I mean obliterated. They, they, like with all the other games, they only lost by nine. But they, they were once down at least by 16 points. I'm almost certain when I was watching this, watching the score of this game, they were down by a ton. My dad was texting me like, "Oh, look at the Purdue score," and I'm just, I just pulled it up. And my, my mouth just dropped. I was like, "Wait a minute, this is this is the Iowa team that I was, I, I, and I, I feel I take the blame. I jinxed it because I was I was hyping up before he left that I was actually going to win this game because uh, Luke Garza is pretty good. But look at the first uh, game they played against Purdue. Remember first, that? Oh, I guess Purdue is just Iowa's kryptonite. I guess I, I think so too. Yes. So it, right now they're projected to play them in the first round in the second <laughs> in the second round of the uh, really? Big Ten tournament. That is trouble, and that's going to drop Iowa on its head coming to the tournament. That is not a place you want to be. I think Iowa, you got to stay away from at all costs. More updates, though, from the Big Ten. Penn State did lose against Michigan State yesterday Garbage. by eight. That didn't even count as part of this. Uh, yeah, it didn't even AP. count it. So they already dropped four spots. They're going to be dropping even more. Uh, Houston moved up four spots. And Virginia is finally in the bracket f- for the first time in God knows when because yeah. after having like a horrible last few seasons, they've been hot recently. and. Like, next to Dayton, they've been one of the hotter teams. I don't believe they've lost in forever. I'm trying to find for the last time. The last time they lost was a few weeks ago against uh, Louisville. Louisville, but that was the number five Louisville team. But besides that, they've been playing very, very well lately. They just beat Duke. I mean, I don't know if you watched the Duke-Virginia game. Huff yeah, had that amazing block. That was amazing to watch. He had ten blocks. Yes, ten blocks with a game-winning block to top his – Put, put the cherry on top of the cupcake or cake, whatever you want to say it. But I prefer cupcakes. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever you want to say. But that they've they've been moving up, and it's well deserved. That it's what what a coincidence. They have seven losses, and they're somehow only twenty second. But there's teams like Michigan State, Ohio State, Louis, or I almost said Louisville, Iowa. They all have nine losses, and they're all ahead of them for some reason. Even Penn State is ahead of them. But same thing goes for um. Auburn too. Auburn getting disrespected heavily too. Yeah, they have. They only have five losses. Auburn does, and they're seventeenth below all these teams with seven, nine, six losses. Eight. Eight losses. Five, four, three, two, one. Happy New Year. All the numbers. Yeah. <laughs> um. But they they should definitely be higher. They should at least be in the fifteens. At least be higher than Michigan State. I mean, come on. All right. Um. Can Can I take Michigan this week? Because you took it last yes, week, I took- and I I. You have some things to say about uh, All right. Ready? Let's hear it. I need to take a minute. And, and headphone warning. Himself. Headphone warning. All right. Michigan is 18 and 11. Okay? Michigan is 18 and 11. That's borderline 11 seed, 10 seed, 9 seed. Well, if you're stupid, 9 seed. 
in March Madness. And definitely not top 25 material. Yet, every it's like that one meme, everywhere I go, I see his face, and all you see is the Michigan Wolverines logo in the top 25 for no reason at all. They're 18 and 11. Why are they still here? Get out of my face. Why are you still here? Butler, UCLA, Stephen F. Austin, East Tennessee State, West Virginia, Providence, Colorado, Marquette, you are all being screwed over because you eight teams are all better than Michigan, and yet you're not in the top 25. Is there one of those teams that you disagree with? Oh, my God. I, I, I just don't believe they should be in there at all. I don't even think it should be close. No. I wouldn't give them a vote at all in the no. AP right now, and yet they're still sitting here, top 25, all gung-ho. Yay, we're good. No, you're not. Shut up. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was kind of brutal. But really, they're bad. They're going to lose first round. I don't care who they play. I don't care what seed they are. If they're like a six or seven seed, then they're definitely going down. Michigan is terrible. They're not good. Jawan Howard had to build this program from the bottom up, and it's too early. It's no. too early. It's just too early. They don't deserve there. The only reason why they're in there is because the Big Ten needs more people to watch their network, and if someone sees top 25 Michigan, they'll definitely click on it and want to watch it more, and that's just how it is. That's why the last three teams are Big Ten. That's why the last 10 of the last – or, or just, excuse me, seven of the last ten teams of, in this AP poll are Big Ten because Big Ten needs their big bucks, and that's where they're going to get it from is from this AP poll. And I, as, as you are saying about Michigan, there's plenty of other teams that deserve to be there. There's Butler. Butler is 20-9. and nine. They only have nine losses. They should be at least head of Wisconsin and Michigan, in my opinion. There's UCLA. UCLA is tied, if not leading, the Pac-12 along with Oregon. Conference-wise, let me pull it up real quick. I'm getting there. Do 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 do. Yes, they are. UCLA is leading the Pac-12 right now, which and is they why are they not reject, in. Which is why they're in brackets. And they're not. They're somehow not in it. Uh, Stephen F. Austin. I know you like talking about them. Uh, I do, and it's not only because I. It's just one of those teams that you can root for. It's because they are good. I don't think UCLA should be top 25 because they have 11 losses. But should they be at least in the consideration if Michigan's in there? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. But those are the first three teams out. I mean, even Tennessee State's getting some votes. Love to see that. Other teams that have uh, dropped out from last week. West Virginia, number 20. Thank God they're finally out. They've been horrible. They've been. They, I'm pretty sure they lost four or five straight. So they've, Penn they've, State's uh, lost four or five. I mean, it's yeah. not getting any better for them either. Penn State and West Virginia are on the downfall. So watch out for them. Don't pick them. Colorado dropped out of it. They're, they were also on their downfall. They haven't been playing well. And then Texas Tech. Texas Tech just lost to Texas. Well, Texas, Texas Tech's just another level of garbage right now. Yes, UT right now. They lost to them this week, and then did they lose anyone? No, not, not they have not lost anyone this week. But uh, I'm pretty sure they're versing some higher-seeded teams since they are, I believe, in the Big 12, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, they're, they're oh, say that again, Texas Tech, right? Yeah, Texas Tech. Yeah, I'm, Big 12. I'm pretty sure they're versing some of the like, Kansas and Baylor's coming up soon. So they're, they're going to be again. falling even more because I don't see any of those top teams dropping anytime soon. But... Providence got 17 votes. We were talking about them. Marquette's getting some votes still. Oh, they got to play Kansas. Yeah. <laughs> Loser. Oh, boy. And, oh, boy. Look at all the Pac-12 teams. Stanford's getting some votes. I already talked smack about them. Uh, they're not terrible. I mean, they're... Uh, Northern Iowa still got four votes. That's, uh, that's too low. That's not enough. They need a little more than that. A little more credit. Yes. Uh, who else? New Mexico State's got two. Wichita State's still got two. Vermont's got one. Yeah, um... 
Apparently, they removed the North Carolina vote. We talked about this already. Yes, we did talk about it. There was this one guy who actually put a point on North Carolina, and I couldn't believe Anyone, my eyes. Anyone, like, they are second to dead last in their division conference-wise. No, they are dead last now? Yeah, they're dead last. They are dead last, and someone actually decided, I'm going to vote for them. And if that doesn't sum up the AP poll, I don't know what does. So maybe you shouldn't be listening to the AP poll. Maybe you should be listening to us. <gasps> No we, way. We, we speak the truth. Because I'll tell you right now, if I were to make a top 25, I agree with the top three, four. I agree with the top four. Uh, I would say I agree with the top four. Eh, five, five, because San Diego State, too. I agree with the entirety of the top five. There's a lot of mix and fix, and I'd have to do apart from that. Um, Penn State, Michigan, and Wisconsin would all not be in these rankings. And Butler, UCLA, Stephen F. Austin, East Tennessee State would be in as well, too. There's a lot of teams here that deserve more credit than AP is giving them. Mm-hmm. SF Austin is really, I would say out of all those underdog Cinderella Loyola type stories, I would say either BYU for sure is number one and then SF Austin's number two. All right, keep, keep an eye on those teams. As uh, I know you've been, that's been really bursting your bubble lately. But I, I, do, I do love doing, uh, looking at all those teams and they're like 10 and 11 seeds. Mm-hmm. And I'm just sitting here excited for them because I know they're going to win. <laughs> I know. But can't jinx it now. He never went like this. He never knocked on wood. So, <laughs> But until then, we're going to be headed into our final segment. What we always do, we always got to end it on a great note. Check out the Missouri Valley, which is, which is actually. Which now officially over. Yes, Missouri Valley is now over. They're headed into their. Uh, Arch Madness. Arch Madness is this week. Can't wait to talk about the results for next week. But. We'll give our predictions on who we think is going to win it, but other that, without further ado, I gotta say I gotta take uh, out of all the teams that are standing out there. There's one team that stands out to me, and that's Northern Iowa. They're the lead in their division. They're 16 and 0 at home, and I I don't know if you know this. I was looking up all the RPI rankings. If, I don't know if you know what RPI. Yeah, means. yeah, no, of course. It's basically if, if stats chose who would make March Madness, and uh, Northern Iowa is actually really high up there. I'm pretty sure they were 16 or 15. Yeah, they're really yeah. high up. They're top 20 in, like, multiple different categories. Yeah, but they're very high up there, and they're there for a reason. They play very, very great basketball. All, like, they're a great all-around team. They have a great team chemistry, and I don't see really any team other than maybe Loyola or even um, maybe Bradley Stunner like they did last year. But other than those three teams, I don't see anyone else taking the crown from them this year. They've been hot, and they're the only team that I see uh, going far. All right, so I filled out my bracket, and my championship is Northern Iowa and a team you forgot to mention, Indiana State. Um, Indiana State has won four straight. I think Northern Iowa wins this because it's just overall how well their team has played. It's just an overall powerhouse type way that they play. Their offense is excellent. They're rugged on defense and just a way that you want them to play. But Indiana State definitely needs a consideration of the possibility to kind of shock the world. Can't wait for that to happen, but stay tuned for next week for when we do our per- or go over the Missouri Valley. It'll be the final time. Super, super sad we'll have to go over the Missouri Valley as it's been a returning feature that we've always loved to cover. But of course. other than that, we have any uh, final thoughts, any shout-outs to mom or grandma? Shout-out to mom, dad, grandma, grandpa. Oh, God. And um, go Nuggets. <laughs> Sorry, All right, just, that took me too while. Yes, thank you so much for tuning in, though, for our 11th episode. Keep it going. 
We're uh, enjoying. We love doing it. Never gonna stop doing it until maybe I graduate. But we're gonna. No, you're gonna have to come <laughs> back every Tuesday. Oh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I have to drive all the way back here because probably moving out of the state anyway. So I'll I'll drive the three hours. But thanks so much, really sincerely from all our hearts. Thanks for tuning in to this week's of uh, episode of just talking about sports. I'm Ethan. I'm Matthew, and have a good rest of your day, everybody.